How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we're going to be reacting to and providing some analysis to the Bears' first loss on the season. Week four, they fall to the Indianapolis Colts, 19-11. to Welcome back to the show, guys. I would like to say, this was a tough one, uh, you know, but with that being said, uh, I haven't said that for a while, but I did just say it then. Uh, we're going to be pumping out our Buccaneers content starting tomorrow. The Bears obviously play on Thursday night football. So if you are new to the channel, um, whatever platform you're listening on, and you want Bears Bucks content, do us a favor and subscribe. Also, if you're on YouTube, do us a favor, like this video. I am your host, Chris Maltby, and today to talk about quite the ugly game, I am joined by both of my co-hosts, Parsh Shaw and Jalen McClinton. Guys, without saying anything about the game, uh, how are you doing? I'm a little. I'm not doing good. You know, the game just ended, and now I got homework to do after this, so it's not going to be fun. I feel right again. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, uh, the Indianapolis Colts moved to three and one. Uh, same goes for the Bears. Moved to three and one, which, in the hindsight of things, isn't that bad. But let's take a look at the box score for the Indianapolis Colts. Philip Rivers was 16 for 29, 190 yards, one touchdown. Uh, also was sacked once with a passer rating of 86.9. On the ground, the Colts got it going, rushing for a total of 103 yards. Jonathan Taylor with 17 carries for 68 yards. Uh, Naheem Hines with 9 carries for 24 yards. In the receiving game, Zach Paschal led the way for the Colts, 3 catches for 58 yards. T.Y. Hilton with 3 for 29. Also, Mo Alley-Cox with 1 reception for 13 yards and a touchdown. Taking a look at Indianapolis defense, uh, you know, they were pretty good. DeForest Buckner with three tackles, Xavier Rhodes with three tackles and two passes defended. Let's take a look at the Bears. Nick Foles in his first game as starter, 26 for 42, 249 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was only sacked once for a loss of eight yards with a passer rating of 76.8. The Bears could not get it going on the ground today, and, and that really told the tale. Uh, you know, coming into this game, we knew that they were going to have to rush the ball well. David Montgomery. 10 rushes, 27 yards, 28 rushing yards as a team. Pretty pitiful there. Uh, in the receiving game, Allen Robinson uh, had had a pretty good second half, seven receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown. Darnell Mooney, also another good game, caught a great back shoulder throw from Foles, uh, I believe, in the first quarter on their third or fourth drive. Uh, or no, it was the first drive of the second quarter, but he had five catches for 52 yards, 10.4 yards per catch. Jimmy Graham yet again got uh, decently involved. Four catches for 33 yards. Taking a look at the Bears' defense, Roquan Smith, a great game for him. 13 total tackles, three tackles for a loss. Also had an interception wiped away in the second quarter because he stepped out of bounds, but it was quite the play. Deshaun Gibson, nine tackles. Akeem Hicks continued to be dominant with six tackles and a tackle for a loss. Uh, Khalil Mack, only two tackles and a tackle for a loss on the day. Also probably should have had a pick six, but he dropped it in the first quarter. So... Finally, it's time to react to this one. Uh, you know, I'm not saying the Bears were due for a loss. I think it was definitely a winnable game. Indianapolis kept us around. Uh, just based off my reaction, look, uh, I, I think a lot of people aren't giving the Bears' defense enough credit. Holding a team like Indianapolis to 19 is pretty solid. Also, we held uh, Phillip Rivers pretty well in check. I do think that the Bears do need to bring in a nose tackle like a Marcel Darius or a Damone Harrison. Uh, they, they were gashed in the run throughout the game, which led to Indianapolis taking a lot of time off the clock. I don't have the specific stat for uh, time of possession, but 
I, I know it definitely didn't uh, bode in the Bears' favor. Actually, I do now, yeah. Uh, Indianapolis had the ball for 32-28, and uh, the Bears for 27-32. Uh, also, the Bears had eight penalties in this game. The offensive line wasn't great. I mean, I mentioned it. 28 rushing yards was, was not great at all. Uh, I'm not saying it was a great game for Nick Foles. I, th- I could probably count on a hands. He had a couple of very important throws that he missed. Uh, the offense wasn't good overall. Uh, personally, I, and I know Jalen's going to come on here and bash Foles, and rightfully so, it wasn't a good game, uh, so I don't blame him. But, you know, taking a look at this one, I don't think you can blame it entirely on Foles. Uh, personally, I think you need to see what he gets with a bigger bigger sample size. Uh, I think it was collective offensive failure. Uh, Foles does deserve blame, but play calling wasn't there either. Uh, offensive line wasn't great, and obviously you can't have a rushing attack without a good offensive line. couple drop balls from receivers, but that doesn't matter at the end of the day. Parth, I want to pass it to you. Uh, just your raw emotions and instant reactions, what do you think about this one? I'm, I'm upset, but I'm trying to stay positive. You know, the Bears are still 3-1. and one. It's not the end of the world. Every team loses a game. And uh, to everyone calling for Nick Foles' head, please stop. Uh, we play the number one defense in the league. It's not easy to just come in and throw touchdowns against this defense. We saw that defense stop David Montgomery. You know, David Montgomery only had 27 yards. I was predicting a big day for Montgomery. If Nick Foles wants to succeed as a Bears quarterback, you need the running game to get going. And we weren't able to get it going against this defense. Uh, hopefully, we can get it going against the Tampa Bay defense this Thursday, who's whose defense is also, I think, in the top 10. Uh, so it's going to be tough to keep it going, but Nick Foles has to step up to the challenge. We, he did struggle today, and so did Matt Nagy. I am, uh, at halftime, I tweeted out saying Matt Nagy probably had one of his worst games as a coach. In the, in the first half, we saw some terrible timeouts being called. You know, time management wasn't the best. And then why the heck are we throwing a screen, pa- screen pass on third and 18 when we're down by double digits? Uh, I did not understand that. There's a lot of things that can, a lot of blame to go around on the offensive side, but I don't think it all falls on Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to go ahead and agree with on you. Uh, agree with that on you. Uh, agree with you on that one. Uh, the lone touchdown catch on the day on, a, on, a, on a, what really was a great grab by Allen Robinson. That man needs to get paid. Uh, you know, we didn't see him come through throughout most of the game, but Robinson definitely came through uh, at some much needed moments. Obviously, the game was basically over by then, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Matt Nagy just said in his press conference. If you allow 19 points on defense, you 100% should be able to win games. Uh, Once again, I don't think the Bears' defense is getting enough credit for what they did in this one. We knew it was going to be tough, uh, and that Colts' defense is definitely legit. The Bears' offense did not seem to have any rhythm throughout this game, though. Uh, I can only think about two good drives they had throughout the game, and they were the only drives that resulted in points. Uh, The touchdown drive at the end when it didn't really matter, and then I think there was a drive in the second quarter where they got their first three points on the board. Uh, that was pretty solid as well with some good completions from Nick Foles. But Jalen, I want to pass it back to you. Uh, just let me know, what, what were your raw thoughts and emotions about uh, this week four loss? Now, I think um, when we did our first roster prediction, not roster prediction, schedule predictions after the draft, I had the Bears going 3-1, and I think uh, I chose either them to lose this game or the Falcons game. I don't really remember. But uh, anyway, anyway, three and over, obviously, but, you know, losing still hurts, you know, when it actually comes to the game. Um, you know, we played a very good defense. Um, I didn't under I didn't underestimate the defense the uh, Colts defense in the pregame, but I I definitely felt like it was a little inflated because they played two bad teams, in the um Jets and the Vikings. But they showed that they're an legit defense. You know, people might say they they still played a bad offense in the Bears, but we were able to put up points last week against 
uh, we, against the Falcons defense. This this defense is way better than the Falcons defense, obviously. But the Bears offense has been uh, able to move these these last three games. Uh, and they completely shut us down. We had three points uh, in, up until like two minutes left in, into the fourth quarter. So, you know, I, I'm very upset that we lost. I, I definitely feel like we, we had a ch- multiple chances to win this game. The Bears defense played well. Uh, we had a, a couple opportunities to come down with interceptions. That's something that I talked about in our pregame, that if Phillip Rivers gives us chances to, you know, come away with the ball, that we have to capitalize off of him. Uh, Khalil dropped one. Um, like, I think it was on, like, the 20-yard line. Uh, he, it it would have been a pick six. And then it would have been close to it. Yeah. And then, and then the, the ball that Roquan caught in uh, the end zone, but his foot was out of bounds. Um, at the Coach ended up getting points off those. So um, I'm definitely upset about it. Um, you know, with with three and one, I can't I can't be mad because we can obviously you know honestly be on on four or one and three, but we we have to be better. Uh, we play in four innings. We play a Buccaneers team that that just came back on on the Los Angeles Chargers and put up almost forty points. So, um, yeah, that's that's my initial thoughts about this game. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, it was it was a tough one, but luckily the Bears do play the Buccaneers on uh, Thursday. A team that's very banged up, and we'll get into it later, but they did allow 31 points today to Justin Herbert in his third career start and the Los Angeles Chargers. But you know what? It's going to be tough to give out MVPs in this one. Uh, I think we're going to be pretty simultaneous uh, across the board. Uh, you know, hey, Bears fans, uh, we're 3-1. and one. You might believe that we're going to lose on Thursday to the Buccaneers, and that may be the case, but we started off 3-0. We had a strong start. We needed to have a strong start, and that was the Bears' first tough test of the season. Uh, I'm going to give my offensive MVP to Allen Robinson. Uh, I think without doubt he deserves it. Not only was his touchdown catch incredible uh, at the end of the game, but he was really the only player on offense who showed up and proved, and we already knew this, but he is the easily the best player on the Bears' offense, so... Uh, another 100-yard receiving game for Robinson. Uh, he, he easily gets my offensive MVP of the game. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you. I think the only other choice you could maybe argue making is Darnell Mooney because he had five receptions for 52 yards as a rookie. But who's your offensive MVP in this one? Yeah, it's definitely Allen Robinson. Uh, there wasn't much on the offense side to talk about. I mean, third down, the Bears were two and two for eleven. It's unacceptable to be two for eleven on third downs. But you know, more about Allen Robinson. He's just been super reliant ever since he's been in the, on the Bears. Uh, those catches he had today were awesome. At the end of the game, that touchdown catch was beautiful. Like Chris said, uh, he you know dragged his toe in there. Uh, I think Allen Robinson needs to get extended as soon as possible. He's shown us that he's going to come out each and every week and ball out for us regardless of who the quarterback is. So, yeah, extend Allen Robinson. Yeah, 100% extend Allen Robinson. Jalen, do we have a consensus here? Uh, is your defensive player the, or <laughs> offensive player of the game also going to be Allen Robinson? Uh, so if this was like a regular game and he had these stats, um, you know, I would give it to him. But those stats were in, in garbage time. So I'm going to give it to Darnell Mooney here. Like you said, he had five receptions for uh, 52 yards in a long of 33, uh, which was a uh, an amazing catch by Darnell Mooney, and that was an amazing ball placement by Nick Foles. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Mooney here just because Mooney was making plays throughout throughout the whole game. Uh, but Allen Robinson definitely did have a good game, and we still need to extend him. Yeah, uh, Allen Robinson definitely a player who deserves to get extended. I just really hope it gets done soon. This has been a little bit shorter than most of our uh, our post game shows, just because I think we don't have much to say and are a little bit disappointed about the loss once again. 
the Bears are still three and one, and I think the Bears' fan base is the only fan base that can make three and one seem like it's zero and four. At least we aren't, you know, well, the Vikings the or the Houston Texans or yeah, or the Jets. The thing, the thing is, this this three and one isn't too convincing just yet. You know, we played our toughest test, and uh, we saw the Bears basically blank out um hopefully they can win this thursday uh, i'm definitely not going to pick them to win this thursday but you know it's going to be a tough task on thursday night football national media bright lights so you're probably going to be Foles versus brady so that's the rematch of the super bowl right there so hopefully we can win that one but you know i, I, I know a lot of bears fans are like calling for matt Nagy's firing and stuff i think that's obnoxious i think you had the right to be disappointed and you know, a little, little worried, especially because we haven't faced the greatest competition just yet. But you cannot be calling for a coach's firing who's been nothing but great so far for the Bears this year. Hey, hey Chris, before you, before you move on, so like you like you were talking about, where's three and one? But was will this be the three and one from twenty eighteen where we you know ended up losing three games and winning nine more, or will this be the three and one uh, Bears thing from twenty nineteen where we ended up losing seven and only winning five more games after the uh, first four games of the season? So. Uh, like you said, these three wins weren't convincing. You know, we played well. We showed that we, we don't give up, even after being down big in the fourth quarter. But uh, and back, back in those the last the last two seasons, we, we've had way more impressive wins and impressive games in, in the first four weeks than, than this year. So um, it's a long season. We still have, what, 12 games, 12 games left or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, that, I just I just want to say that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Personally, I wouldn't put – uh, 100% of the blame on Foles. I said it earlier. I think uh, they are still settling into an identity. It was his first week completely practicing with the ones. Uh, I, I still think Foles needs at least two games more uh, to see what he can do. Uh, and I also think that, you know, while a lot of people wanted Mitch, while a lot of people wanted Foles, uh, this just isn't the greatest uh, quarterback situation in general. I think uh, we all understand that we're going to be looking for a new quarterback in next year's draft. Um, whether that's Foles or Mitch, uh, Foles or Mitch's replacement. So, uh, we'll have to see about that. There also was a report this morning for me in Rappaport that said, as long as Foles stays healthy, that Trubisky will never see the field again for the Bears and will enter free agency in 2021. But I'm getting way too far ahead of myself. Uh, we're going to see Foles versus Brady next week, another, another tough task. Uh, and let's talk about what needs to be improved, uh, in that game before we close this one off. Look, defensive MVPs. Oh, excuse me. Wow. Yeah, I did forget about defensive MVP, so let's uh, quickly do that. Uh, you know, I think for me it's it's pretty obvious. It's Roquan Smith. Uh, he, he had a good game, three tackles for a loss, and also 13 tackles total. So, uh, yeah, it's an easy choice. I don't know if you could really pick anyone else except for maybe Akeem Hicks for being solid. Also, Tashawn Gibson had a good game, but uh, I'm going to go with Roquan Smith. But it is also notable uh, to say that, uh, another good game for Jalen Johnson. He did get burned there in the first quarter on the first Colts touchdown drive, but also had two passes defended. So Roquan Smith, the pick for me. Who do you got, Parth? I'm going to go with someone who didn't even mention. I'm going to go with Brent Urban. You know, I think he had their only sack of the game today. Yeah. And he also four, had a tackle uh, for four tackles in a sack. Four tackles in a sack, yeah. And a tackler for loss, for loss. So, you know, big game for Brent Urban. I think he's been playing a lot of snaps at nose tackle recently. Uh, we haven't seen Nichols as much. So that's something to keep an eye out for, I guess. All right, Jalen, what do you got before we go into our uh, improvements? Who's your defensive MVP of the game? I said this in the third quarter in our, in our group chat. I was, I was going to Roquan no matter, you know, even if we did win that game. So, yeah, Roquan had a great game. Uh, Phil Rivers was talking a little bit trash. No, that's funny. But, yeah, definitely Roquan. He, he had a very solid game. 
Yeah, uh, let's get into, uh, and I obviously got a little bit ahead of myself earlier, what the Bears need to improve moving forward. Uh, they've only got about four days to turn around. They'll be playing uh, in about exactly, uh, I believe, 96 hours uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So quick turnaround. I'm going to go first. Look, I think the Bears need to get the run game going uh, a lot more against Tampa Bay. We'll get into it more uh, moving forward. We saw the Chargers be able to run the ball a decent bit against the Buccaneers. You know, they they did only have 46 rushing yards, which wasn't promising, but it's better than 28. Uh, the Bears are going to have to find a way to somehow get the rushing involved. It opens up the pass game so much more. Also, I think the only other piece of advice I would give is Matt Nagy's got to attack uh, the field vertically. Uh, I think that's what we expected when Foles was named the starter, and we saw a lot of screen calls, jet sweeps, plays we saw from 2019 that we all didn't like. Uh, I remember specifically... Uh, I believe it was a wide receiver bubble screen at Ted Ginn on third and 18. So we can't be seeing stuff like that. Uh, and Nagy already took responsibility, but the play calling has to be better. If the Bears want a chance, not only against Indianapolis, not only against Tampa Bay, but also the teams for the rest of the month of October, like uh, the Los Angeles Rams and the Carolina Panthers, uh, both who played solid games today. So Parth, I'm going to pass it to you. What do you think uh, the Bears need to improve on for a quick turnaround game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I think the quarterback play just has to be better. Uh, you know, we saw Justin Herbert absolutely torch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today. He had 280 yards and three touchdowns, and that's his third career start. So that he's looking really impressive there. But if if Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles, whoever's in the game, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Nick Foles. So if Nick Foles is his game, I, we need a big game out of him. Uh, I need to be reassured that he can play quarterback for the Chicago Bears. You know, today was a little disappointing to see us, you know, not look good at all. Uh, I thought for most of the game, the offense looked worse than it has ever looked all year. At least uh, the first couple games, despite, you know, having slow starts or not being able to move the ball. Uh, I think we were at least getting field goals. And today we couldn't even get field goals in the first quarter or basically till the fourth quarter with two minutes left when we first scored our first touchdown. It was really depressing to see that. Uh, as a fan, it's just annoying to not see our offense do well, especially because there's, there's a lot of talent on here, and uh, I think it's being misused right now. Uh, I think Matt Nagy's going to have to hit the books, uh, and hopefully the play calling gets better. It was really bad today. I'm not, I'm not going to you know, sell Matt Nagy short. I think he had one of his worst games. Uh, I think I'll, go back, I'll compare this game to the Eagles game we had last year, which was terrible to watch as well, so... Yeah, hopefully we can keep it up on offense. Keep it up on defense and rebound on offense because I do not want to look like a terrible team on Thursday night football because we're already are already being harassed for being the worst three and team. And probably we will be harassed for being the worst three and one team. But exactly, Martin, it's interesting that you bring up uh, the offense's worst game because I think this was probably the defense's best game against a tough task in an offensive uh, against an offensive line that's very good for the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, uh, I think they only got to Rivers once, but. You know, we held them uh, pretty short on rushing yards. Uh, we saw the Colts average 113 rushing yards a game, and we held yeah. them to 103, which is under that. Um, so it should be interesting. Another uh, explosive offense coming to town next week. Uh, Mike Evans was hobbled today, but I'm sure he'll play. We'll see what's up with Chris Godwin and Leonard Fournette. But uh, a short turnaround for the Bears and another very important game before they get about a week and a half break. So, Jalen, I want to pass it to you. What do the Bears need to improve on if they want to give themselves a fighting chance against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? We have to find out who our quarterback is. Um, we have one quarterback who's on the bench that's 3-0, and the other is 0-1, which is a starter. You know, um, I, I I know that, you know, Rappaport announced that we're going to stay with Foles until the whole season unless he's injured. But I feel like he should have a leash just like Mitchell did. 
Um, you know, because if, if this was Mitchell, he would have got pulled out at halftime, um, only putting up but three point, yeah, three points a half. So we have to find out who our quarterback is. You know, I, I just want a you know competent quarterback play. I don't care who it is at this point. Uh, run game has to has to you know we have to keep continue to try to run the ball. Uh, you know, we weren't able to run on this on this coach defensive line, but we're not going to play. We're not, against the Bucks. They have a good defensive line as well. They have, uh, you know, Sue. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting here, but they have a lot of talent on their defensive line. Uh, play calling has to get better. Um, what else? And the defense has to stop the run. Uh, you know, has to stop, has to stop the run. You know, losing Eddie Goldman is is already showing. That's a huge loss. Uh, I think we should look into signing, like you said, like a Snacks Harrison or somebody that, that's good at run stuffing because Bilal Nichols, uh, he's not doing a very good job at it. But uh, that's about it. We just have to we just have to play better as a team. Yeah. You know, we have a, another good, strong opponent um, in four days. And, yeah. Yeah, another strong test in front of the Chicago Bears. They will look to turn around and have a bounce-back win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I would like to say – That'll pretty much do it for us. Uh, if you guys do want to see our Bears versus Bucks content and already and aren't already subscribed, do us a favor and subscribe. Uh, we're going to be pushing that content out starting tomorrow morning, so be sure to look out for that. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs basically every day now, uh, so be sure to go check out our website. We're going to be starting our Buccaneers coverage on there very soon as well. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baird Down. And finally, you can find all of our social media down in the description. That is definitely worth checking out as well. Parsha, General McClinton, a tough pill to swallow in a week four loss, but we don't have much time to bounce back. I'm sure we're going to be recording again soon about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Any last words? Just scrolling through Twitter and seeing all these Bears fans overreacting already. Uh, everyone, let's take a deep breath. We're three and one. If we can shock the world and beat Tampa Bay, I feel like that would be great for us, and uh, it would probably cool all the fans down. Uh, first of all, go Falcons. I'm not very confident in them being the, the Packers, but uh, still, um, bear down. We have to play better uh, on the Tampa Bay. Yeah, on to Tampa Bay. It should be an interesting one. We don't have much turnaround time, but you guys keep supporting our content. We're going to keep putting it out for you guys, and we will be back tomorrow with what I believe will be Meet the Opponents, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bears fans, try and keep a smile on your face. Um, this was the Bears' first true test of the season, but they are still 3-1, and one, so try and be positive. And let's hope we can get this show back on the road. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, smile, stay safe, and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.